let them come. Just like the sun up in that morning sky, I was rising. I could smell the magnolia trees, something fierce. Smelled sweet like oranges mixed with river. Wind were blowing like it just been freed from the sky. And then, out of habit, I felt myself doubting the truth of it all. I mean, where I woke, I had to pinch my skin lest I were just imagining things again. We had all just been shot and left without a wound between us. But could I trust it to last? Nothing good ever happened on us, so it was stranger to me. Nonetheless, I started down the front porch steps so as to greet him. Still, I couldn't help but think on that dream I had after they hung me. That vision of me with that baby on my insides. Never thought for it before, me being a mama. But now, I mean, were it showing me my far-off future? Or were it just a dream? That was when my legs gave out and I fell to my knees. I passed out as it all went black on me again. But this time, I saw something forming in my mind. Looked to me like a mountain taking shape. A huge, majestic mountain glowing. But then I come back to the real of things. Heard him coming up the road. Once you walk through the Devil's Gate, you think ain't much more hell to fear. But I had to admit, I found myself shaking. Had fear beaten into me since birth, so it weren't so easy to shake. Ain't trust nobody but Tilly, really. How could I trust this? As I got to the gate, there was about 20, maybe 30 of them, led by Sheriff Reddick Fouché, who had John's young boy on his horse with him. Some of Reddick's men were carrying them torches, and all of them had guns. I stood there, right in the middle of the sheriff's path. here. You come to the greatest your master's front gate, gal? <laughs> the boy says a pack of you's in the big house, stealing and fixing to rape his whole family. Thank you for coming out first. It'll make this a lot easier. Um, Sheriff? What is it, Charlie? Perhaps I should talk to her. I know I'm just a laborer, but I come round here often to help on Mr. Lawrence's fence. I know a lot of the folks here might keep things civil, since they may have the Lawrences inside. We'll try it your way, first. But she gets out of line. Yes, sir. Hi there, miss. It's me. It was that white boy, Charlie, that John Lawrence used for fixing odds and ends. Heard his family come to the States on account of some famine overseas, trying to make money to send back to his Irish kin. Never spoke much to nobody. Not to me, nor John, and them for that matter. Seemed real shy-like, but I could see his head were calmer than most. We just want to make sure nobody gets hurt. Maybe you can ask your kin to kindly come outside. Sure there's some sort of mistake, the boy here being so young. I ain't lying. Says he ain't lying. What you say, gal? That's when I took out my gun. Ho, ho, ho. Hold your powder, man. 
You got one gun now, 30. You got a standoff, girl. I slowly rose my gun to my temple. What the? Though I survived it before, I found my hands were trembling. Had the magic done worn off? Face and death weren't new on me, but fear were like a poison still lingering, like a venom in my brain. Though I knew it weren't the truth of me, trauma weren't made of logic. It festered in my blood and bones making no sense of itself. Like a stranger back from war, my mind was still in battle. I gathered my words. Let me show you how this goes. And I shot myself. Well, that was easy. Boys. Aside from the heat of the barrel, didn't feel much of nothing. It was still working in me. I had fallen to the ground mostly for effect, seeing how they liked the dramatics of things. Relieved, I slowly gathered myself and I stood straight up. I dusted the dirt off my dress and smoothed out my hair. Halt, then. I said halt. Hold my horse, Charlie. Wait, sir, maybe we should... Hold my horse, boy. He walked up on me, yes, staring me dead-eyed. I ain't flinch. He took my gun out my hand and opened it, and then closed <laughs> it again, aimed it at one of them dogs. <laughs> what trick you playing at, girl? Ain't no trick, Sheriff. Just the real of things now. I looked him straight on. His eyes looked strong, but his lip were quivering. Then I heard him coming from behind me. It was Tilly, Samuel, and Lucas, with the butler and them maid shaking behind them. That big old sun was rising and cast a shadow on them so big it covered the sheriff's face. The dust settled as they grew closer, and when it faded, I could see none of them was armed, except for Samuel. It were enough. Well. Sheriff Reddick, how you doing? Where's John and Mary? John's in bed, not feeling too good. Hmm. And Mary, she's making tea with the girls. Hmm. You hungry, Reddick? Oh, well, now that's mighty nice of you, but we ain't got no appetite right now. The boy here done told me y'all hold up in a big house all night, that true? That's about right. At first, we just come for our papers, but now we thinking we might settle in there. It sure is nicer than our place. <laughs> uh, I suppose it is there, Tilly. Now see here, if you hurt Master John and his kinfolks, I'm gonna have to hurt you. Sam tossed his rifle onto the dirt floor. Make your move. Oh, you trying to get my sympathy by throwing your gun down? I ain't got none for you. Fuck you. Shoot them all. Sheriff, now no, let me talk to them. That ain't I right. I said shoot them, man. But for Charlie, the rest of them took aim. And there we were, once again under fire. Gunfire tore through the morning dew and ripped through our flesh. Bullets slashed through our limbs and flew out the other sides. We stood calmly though, smiling as we all healed. <laughs> <laughs>
in the instant. I found myself taking in the faces of Sheriff Reddick and his men. Their eyes were darkened and without pity. But as it continued, their faces turned paler than usual. Let that settle. And when you're done, why'd we all go and set a spell? Got us a nice pot of tea brewing. Suppose all of you're gonna have to go home to that some sort of way. Are they all cursed? Where you going? I'm going home. Come back here, you cowards. Ben! I suppose we need to talk about how to divvy up things going forward. Like this here property. Think it should go to us. <laughs> we didn't earned it. Well, fair, I think. You want the plantation? What happened to the Lawrence family after all they done for you people? The hell you say? Now John and his kin are free to go. All of them free. Merido, she ain't all there. Seems her mind done broke. Might need some tending too. Oh, and as for John, not sure what use he'll be now. But I've made sure he's as comfortable as he kept us. Well, now ain't none of us going along with this, no matter what. You animals ain't fit to be in charge of nothing. Faster than Spitfire, Sam lunged for his rifle, kicked it up with his boot, caught it and shoved that barrel right in the Sheriff Reddick's face before any of us could stop him. Now, which <sighs> animal is that, Reddick? Well, now, <sighs> Sheriff Reddick, I think, um, Mrs. Tilly has a point. That you, Charlie? Nice to see you. Glad to see you found your tongue. We ain't fixing to take over, just trying to mend what been broken. Why'd we save all this for inside? Breakfast is getting cold. Now, come on, Sheriff Reddy. Charlie. Only coming to check on the Lawrence family. How the barrel of my gun feel behind your head, Reddy? Ain't my first time going to battle, boy. Name's Samuel. Oh. Next time, you get the front end of my gun. Mm, mm, mm. Sheriff, you may want to think before you talk. Samuel got an eye on Sheriff Reddick in the dining room. Let's hurry. We're going to need more eggs than that, Belle. Mary, why don't you go outside and check on me? Why you got us in here cooking, Tilly? We should be ordering from them. Now, where's your hospitality, girl? <laughs> Tilly, I got to tell you something. What is it, child? When they hung me, it ain't all just go black on me. I saw a light. And, and, and... And something growing in me. And just earlier, for Sheriff Reddick and then come, I blacked out again. But this time I seen some kind of mountain. Yeah, a mountain. You seen it too? No, I ain't seen it. The ancestors spoke on it. Said that after the light and dark connected in the sky, leaders would emerge with sight and great purpose, leading us to the sacred mount. Leaders? A prophecy passed down for generations, told of how folks all over the world gonna have a power in them on account of that eclipse. Black folks, 
We got a power that's protecting us, and each culture got magic being opened in them now. I do know each and every one of us is about to find out their calling. Some folks is leaders of vision, like you, Belle. Now, I ain't sure which part I want to take out first, ready? Your head? Or maybe your heart? Nah, that part been gone. <laughs> That's supposed to make me nervous, Samuel. Your pride's so big, it blinds you, ready? I've been praying on this day. Having the upper things with the likes of you? Code of a trigger in my hand? So you got your hand on your gun too, Sheriff. Wanna count to five? Samuel, sir, you say John is sleeping out back? Yeah, he done shot himself in the head. At the story you spinning? From what I know of John, it sounds about right. Cowardice seems to run in his family. My grandfather McKinney was indentured to John's kin years back, working for free on account of some petty theft he done in Dublin. He were shipped over here to the States and did it to the Lawrences, and when my grandpa McKinney were finally freed from his contract, John's family shipped him back to Ireland for fear of him retaliating. Must have been nice knowing there was an end of your contract. Don't claim it to be equal. We each got our own cross to bear. There's an awful famine Stop in my country now. Stop trying to confide with your enemy, Charlie. Look here. If you want me dead, Samuel, you're gonna have to do it. Taking a man's life ain't for the faint of heart. It stays with you. Very few got the mind strength to keep it from splitting them. Mind strength? From killing a man? Try 50 lashes to your back. Get your gun ready. One. Um, can't we just cool two, our heads a bit? Uh, Tilly. Three. T Tilly! Four. Please. Put the gun down. I'm the man of the house now, Tilly. Uh, no, Sam. But trust me on this. Please. Man of the house? <laughs> Y'all sat up in here high on the hog, but ain't never gonna happen. You outnumbered. Might not can kill you, but there are many ways to stop you. Many. I'm taking him out. Hold steady, Sam. Now. You might be right, Riddick. Y'all is very creative in matters of violence. But only thing is, is that nature's in charge now. And nature gotta reach more powerful than man. Fools. All of you. Watch your mouth, boy. Go ahead. Kill me. This ain't no world I want a part of. Sam! Samuel's bullet ripped through the window just past Reddick's flinching head. Sam, don't give your power away. Sheriff, we ain't gonna kill you. Hmm. What do you want from me then? You're in charge of the town up till now. Hmm. Figured you might want to calm folks down. Make the change easier. Ch change? What? Easier for who? For everyone. Oh, we ain't part of the same pile, girl. Nah, we know what pile you from. And we ain't need them, Tilly. 
He ain't in charge no more. Might not be, but we all connected. May as well be civil. Now eat up for the food get cold. <laughs> I ain't eating none of your slop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you fixing to claim them crops out there too? Good luck. You know, we got years of living on the other side of it. Years of dreaming about what we would do to you. Then I think about what it make me. I already cracked, but I don't want to be broken. I seen two roads that we could follow. The one I seen you take, and one altogether different. It's lighter so the dirt don't rub off you. Now, I ain't never been down this higher road, but I'm praying it to be the better of me. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Hell is empty. All the devils are here. <laughs> Charlie, let's go, boy. You ain't going nowhere, Red. Samuel. He making himself pretty clear. Gotta stop him now, Tilly. I hear you, Sam. But as your elder, please, you gotta trust me. Come on, Charlie. I'm staying. You forget your side, boy? I weren't ever on yours, Riddick. You bastard turncoat. Oh, I'll see you soon, Samuel. Why'd you let Reddy go, Tilly? I got a plan. Well, ain't seem like one we all in on. That man got a plan, too, ain't you see? Need you to trust me, girl. I ain't trust nothing. And that, my dear, is your problem. I can't. Can't. I can't catch my breath. Look at me, child. It's all right. I can't. I can't. Breathe it slow. Power's all in your breath. Now let it out. Don't let your mind get the betters of you. You the master of it. And the breath what trains it all. My breath? How you feel now? Better. Oh, I feel well. I had turned to run to find me a basin. Bill, something wrong in you? Look around. We're full of magic that claims to set us free, but it ain't making good on it. Reddick's still full of himself and ain't making no plans to leave us in peace. Long as they're hatredful, we ain't free. No, long as you're fearful, you ain't free. Fear is what's running you, child. The power on your insides is greater than all this. Belle, you remember that myth I told you when you was younger? What? About the two stars in the sky. The cosmic divide. Uh, ain't no need for storytelling right now. How there was once a lone star in the night sky, set up all by itself. But one day it split into two. One half of the star called Eno knew it had been broken in two, but the other half called itself Reto and had no recollection of ever being split. Thought it was separate of its own making. The universe set about uniting the stars into one again, but Reto, the one that had forgotten, got angry 
about having to merge with Eno. So he fought against it and tried hiding away. But in the end, them two stars was merged. Why are you telling me this again? Because what you ain't know is that the merging of them stars is what became the Earth. And both them energies still live deep in the core of this world, buried and unsettled, at odds with each other, one knowing its connection and the other not. And I know the sacred mountain holds the energy of Eno, the energy that can unite us all. That mountain I seen in my vision is real. Yes. For centuries, both them energies been building, festering beneath us. No one can say where the energy of Reto is hiding, but they say this mountain holds Eno's energy. We must find the mountain so we can release it and bring peace back. I don't know where the mountain is, but I know you're gonna catch a vision leading us to it. I know you can get us there. I thought this was a myth. My grandmother done told me, and hers told her, and hers told So how come you her. ain't never told me? Didn't want for false hope. Lots of folks stopped passing along that story in full, but none of us stopped wishing for it. But now, look at us. And what with your visions and all? I ain't no leader, Tilly. I ain't. I don't know nothing about leading. I just want to be free and... And have and peace. And... Belle, you, my dear, are one of them leaders. I ain't. Belle! Sam! Miss Tilly! Lucas? The town is a tilt! I went into town and black folks were taking up roots at all the plantations. Some were out for blood. Most of the old enslavers is being run out of town. They say some head north. Others are trying to get on ships back to Europe. The shops in town are being looted and ain't no law to order it. We gotta go to town. You're staying here, Samuel. We need you here. I ain't got no master, Tilly. I know what's in your heart, son. I used to have it in me. All this time, all we wanted is freedom. But we ain't gonna have it by becoming the worst of us. I had walked out and set out near my old quarters, trying to let it settle. All things were new, but still no peace. Folks were claiming their lesser natures, and I couldn't blame them. We had all had years of poison building in us, but still, I ain't feel that peace. And me, a leader? I ain't learned enough to lead myself. I felt my stomach. If it were all true, then I knew what was growing in me. And I knew that baby was John's. But half of it was me. And if it were true, I wanted better for it. No life being born in chaos. I got a glimpse in my mind of me and my baby riding through the fields together. Her fingers wrapped around Leo's neck as I guided us through an open field her smile were mine, but brighter. And then it all stopped on me, went black again. 
And that's when I seen this vision of a mist, dark and cold, start sweeping across the land, spreading all over in the wind. And as the mist passed by me, felt deeper than fear. It was like all fears and shames and pain and rage contained. Where was this coming from? And then I come present as I heard screaming up by the main house. So I ran to see what had come of it. And then I seen it. The blaze. Someone lit the cotton fields on fire. Damn it, Tilly! That fucking Reddick! Go get the buckets from the well. The cotton fields were ablaze, flames torching the sky. I sat frozen for a moment, as I had hoped for this moment many times before. But then the flames started leaping across that wretched field, catching fire to the house. All the others were fleeing with the bags in tow, grabbing horses and the like, and the rest of us remaining with no match for the blaze. Ain't no use. It's spreading too fast. Gonna burn the whole plantation. Bill, we ain't got no choice but to leave. More water! No, we shouldn't have let Reddit go. And I knew he was gonna burn this place to the ground. What? Then why you let him do it, Tilly? Because we need to go. And the only way I saw y'all leaving is if you weren't able to stay. We need to find that mountain. Ain't no mountain gonna help us. We got the power now. We can kill them all if we got to. Ain't how it works, son. Killing changes you. A darkened soul ain't free. You killed them! Why can't I? I done it because they were shooting at me. Not trying to provoke me. Enough with the high ground! Ain't seeking higher ground. Seeking the highest of ground. And the mountain is at. Don't sound true to me. Yet that bullet that shot through your chest ain't strike you dead. Truth is changing. I, I ain't even certain on where it is, though, Tilly. I just seen the shape of it. Prophecy says only when you begin the journey will its place be revealed. Well, we leave the rest of the family with Lucas to take them up north. Can't have Mama and the kids slowing us down. I'ma gather the guns. I could help. Ain't need your help, Charlie. All due respect, but none of you have been privy to the lay of the land. I know the roads, the rivers, this state and over. I, I could help navigate. Well, go get your things, Charlie. What about me? What's wrong, Mary? Oh. <laughs> I'm not feeling well, Miss Tilly. My head is aching something awful. I, I can't make it stop. Mary? Hell no. She ain't coming. Lucky you got your breath, you old hag. It feels like hell's brewing in me, Tilly. My heart aches. I'm a good person. Anna? Samuel? We might could use her. Mary could be like a, a bargaining chip, unless we need one. You're giving her the betters of what she ever gave me. You forgot what she done to me? I ain't forget. But we gotta plan it all out the way through and not be in the feelings of it. Besides, can't no doctor help us, Samuel. What's that, Tilly? You think they're taking Mary with you? Can't let you do that without me. What state you got of her, Mr. Collins? Your butlerin' is done. My job ain't never done, boy. My name is Samuel. Begging your pardon, Samuel. But even if Master John ain't recovering, my duty is to his kin. Now, I- I'ma send them children of yours, Miss Henry, up north with the maids, and I stay by your side. Make sure you're taken care of. 
They didn't wash your brain clean. You wanna still be a butler? Fine on me. Let him come with us, Tilly. Might learn him something about being free. Grab the horses and carriage and only take what you can carry. Sheriff Reddick. Sheriff. Over here, boys. Near the riverbed. We lit up the Lawrence plate like you said. Forty-foot flames. I'd like to have seen their faces. They're fleeing. Well, let's follow them. Oh, okay, boss, but what for? For I'm still the law and ain't no power greater. But they could kill us, sir. Not if they don't know we're following them. We could sneak up on them in the night and cage them like they meant to be. Now get the horses. Okay, and... okay. <coughs> oh, hold yourself, boy. What the? Now what happened next with a stuff oh, of legends? Images I'd only heard conjured in fables. But one by one, Bar! all of Reddick's men began riling with pain, and their necks began cracking, twisting bone and tearing flesh. A couple of them were said to have smoke coming off them. Then they burst into flame. Their ankles began twisting and ripping the skin from the insides. Oh, what the hell is going on here? All Things Undone was created and written by Shanae Lawson, directed by Joel Pysing, starring Shanae Lawson, Jonelle Kennedy, Shannon Holmes, Danny Jacobs, Kristen Susson, Casey Okoro, Oscar Jordan, and Eli Holmes. Sound design by Joel Pysig. Theme music by Will Richter. All Things Undone was produced by Aileron Films.